Okay, so feel your contact with the floor. Feel how you're resting. And you can take your glasses off if you are comfortable doing that. We'll be sitting up a while, but we won't be uh, crawling around or moving around or bumping into one another. So feel your contact. Feel the length of your back and your shoulders, how your shoulders rest. The angle of your head. How far is your chin tilted back from your neck or towards your neck? How flat is your neck or arched is your neck from the floor? And just scan also the quality of your face, the quality of muscle tension on your face, of feeling of aliveness in your face is interesting barometer of the overall state of your nervous system. And come and sit up. Sit up with your legs crossed. And extend your right arm in front of you and bend the elbow so that your hand is pointing pretty much towards the ceiling. Your palm is going to be facing you a little bit or whatever angle makes sense. And now take your left arm and can you rest your left arm in the crook of your right elbow? Straight, so your arm's straight this time. And how far does it get into that uh, crook of your elbow? Is it in your forearm? Is it at your elbow? Where is it? Just see where you're at. Where do you get to? Without too much strain, this is your starting position. If your elbow can sit right in, if your right, left elbow can sit right in the crook of your right elbow, that's great. But if it's not quite there yet, see where you're at. And now like this, begin to take your left hand and feel, take your left hand to your left shoulder, and then take your left hand to your, sorry, yeah, left hand to your right shoulder, left hand to your left shoulder. Let me try this again. <laughs> your right hand is towards the ceiling. It's just going to stay there. This is kind of like a pivot point that everything's going to move on. Your right arm is going to stay still. But your left hand, can you take your left hand to take, touch your right shoulder, bending at the elbow to touch your left shoulder? Keeping your arm resting or your elbow resting in the crook of your right arm. I'm inspiring great confidence tonight because nobody believes the word I'm saying. <laughs> Honestly. Yes, you do take your left arm to touch your right shoulder. Yeah. Take your left arm to touch your right shoulder. Take your left arm to touch your left shoulder. Moving it around. I don't mean oh. touching it both simultaneously. Oh, I understand. I understand. You're like, okay, no, you've asked me to do impossible things in the past, but touch both shoulders at once. I don't think that's happening. And touch along your face and around the top of your head. And while your right hand still is kind of just pointing to the ceiling and maintaining this crook, and your left elbow is still resting in the crook of your right elbow. How can you touch your face? See, now your glasses are really going to get in the way. But if your forearm's resting in the crook, you're going to feel like you have to move your right arm around. Now, if your elbow were really resting in your crook, then it's just a resting place, and you're not really going to need to move your right arm. So you touch your right shoulder, you touch the right side of your neck, touch your face, 
in the top of your head, yes or no, where, where do you go to, touch your left shoulder, touch your right shoulder, how does your hand turn or your forearm turn as you do that. Feel how, how far you touch, how easily. And then just extend your right arm through that, uh, in that, your left arm in the crook of your right arm. Sorry, your left arm in the crook of your right arm. And just begin to turn your arm around itself. Rotate your arm. <coughs> Feel that, what happens in your shoulder, in your shoulder blade. with your left arm as straight as possible, turning it, rotating it. So you're rotating it clockwise and then counterclockwise, so we're going to use that reference point later, so start to notice which direction is rotating your left hand clockwise, rotating it counterclockwise. Great. Okay, leave that. Come on to your back. Take a rest. So come up to sit again. And switch the crossing of your legs. So put the other leg on the inside from the one that you started with. And then same arrangement of your arms, your right arm bent towards the ceiling as though your fingers, your hand is hanging from the ceiling by a string and your left arm extended in the crook of your right arm. Just do the same thing again with your left hand touch, your right shoulder, around your head, your face. Where do you go? Is there anything different about it because you're now switched your leg crossing or if you're sitting differently? Just try, feel, where does your hand go? Feel if you notice any difference in kind of the agility of your shoulders, your ribs, your neck, everything to do this, given that you are sitting a little bit differently now. And then leave your left arm long. Keep your left arm more or less straight, long in the crook of your right elbow. And now take your right hand and touch your left shoulder, touch the side of your neck, touch your face where you can reach to with your right hand, the top of your head where you can reach to. And now your left arm will be long and just going long for the ride, just staying. So you're doing this with your right hand now. Now you're touching everything with your right hand. You leave your right left arm long, yeah. And your left arm now is going to go along for a bit of a ride, probably. So you touch different places. Where can you touch to?
So your elbow might lift, you might, you know, you could be, you're not trying to touch while holding your right arm completely stationary in space, but letting your elbow need go where it needs to and your left arm go along for the ride. Great. Okay, leave that and stretch out, take another rest. So then come up and sit cross-legged again. Back to the first way you were sitting, cross-legged. And the same configuration of your arms. So lift your, uh, extend your right arm in front of you and bend it at the elbow so your right hand is in your imagination hanging from the ceiling. And extend your left arm in the crook, the elbow of your right arm. And now begin to saw, now in this position, with your left arm. So you slide your left arm forwards and pull it backwards. Your right arm is kind of stationary, your point of reference. And you're sliding your left arm forwards and pulling it backwards, keeping your elbow straight. Keeping your elbow straight. So this might be, compared to what we did two weeks ago, what is this? Probably a tinier movement. It's really starts to get closer in. You might not go very far at all. See how far do you go sliding in, pulling back, crook of your right elbow. And now add to this, as you slide in and go forwards, turn your left arm counterclockwise. And as you pull back, turn your left arm clockwise. Back. Yeah. Was that the first thing you did, or did I surprise you by saying that? Yeah, maybe you did the opposite first. Uh Uh-huh. So as you slide forwards, you're going counterclockwise. As you slide backwards, you're going clockwise. Basically turning your palm up as you go forwards, turning your palm down as you go backwards. Does that make sense, or was that strange instruction? Actually reverse, reverse the coordination. Yeah, go that way as you go forwards, and then that way as you go back. Yeah. 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 Oh, again. <laughs> you know, are you doing what you think you're doing? Check. Make as many mistakes as possible. Very important. Yeah. Leave that, high on your back, take a rest. And compare how your left and right shoulders are resting on the floor, left and right side.
There's this amazing thing about how your brain controls action or movement. You've got, like we're just doing one thing right now. We're sliding the arm in the crook of the elbow and we're rotating it. And um, your body, though, has got, I think it is 660 <coughs> muscles with which it can coordinate what you're doing. And what you're doing, now we say uh, you're sliding your arm in the crook of your elbow and rotating it. Because we're taking a bunch of other stuff for granted. We're taking for granted whether you're sitting or standing or lying, whether you're um, sitting one way or sitting another way, or whether you are um, have your head tilted forwards or back or tilted to the side or something. So this one action that's turning your arm, rotating it, sliding it in your forearm, your brain has to put together all those 660 muscles and all of your skeleton and everything into this action. And so that it can do, you can't even count the number of different ways you could do this. You can't even count them. But your brain can sort it out somehow. It's the centipede problem. If you had to figure it all out, you'd trip. Um, but what that means is you can actually have yourself, you think you're just doing the same thing, but we just change one detail about which leg is in front, which leg is behind. And the brain's got to come up with a completely different, like dozens or... 100 or 200 of all those muscles that I just mentioned, and 660 of them, now have to move differently to do the same action. So all of a sudden, we can do something very small to the movement, but move you out of your habitual patterns or something. And that's one of the reasons we're messing around a lot in the recent lessons about interlacing your hands this way or that way, putting your knees in one way or the other way. So come up to sit again, sit cross-legged. And do that reverse cross-legged, the cross-legged that is not the first choice you make, the different one. And already now your pelvis is a little bit different, your hips are a little bit different. That means your core muscles and your belly is a little bit different, but those connect to your chest, right? So, And if you're going to do these crazy things with your elbows, your chest is going to move differently. So you've actually created, a, it's the same movement, but it's different and different different uh, possibilities come up. So same movement again. Bring your right arm forwards, bend the elbow, hand towards the ceiling, extend your left arm long and the crook of the right elbow. And now as you slide your hand forward, slide clockwise as you slide your hand forwards and as you slide your head backwards, slide counterclockwise. Maybe for you that was the more normal thing to begin with. Maybe for you now this isn't normal. It feels really strange. So whichever you are. So now as you slide forwards, you turn palm down, turn clockwise. And now as you slide backwards, turn counterclockwise. And again, not bending your elbow. You're doing whatever extent of movement you do with your elbow still straight. So now your shoulders really got to do something. Your shoulder blade, your rib cage. And it could be a very small movement. Yeah. And pay attention now, right at the beginning of the movement, is there this stuttering or hesitation because really you want to turn your hand the other way? And just let that smooth out. Can you even at the very beginning of the movement be clear that you're sliding your hand forward and turning it clockwise, sliding it backwards and turning it counterclockwise? And if you can make that start and that coordination clear, you'll do a thousand times more for yourself than if you... Do the movement twice as big or three times as big or how big the movement is doesn't matter. The clarity of that beginning, doing this non-habitual weird thing, 
or the habitual thing, if that's how it feels to you. Clearly, that's what's radical for your brain. And now, if this is the one that feels more normal to you, do the one that felt less normal. Do counterclockwise as you slide forwards. And can you make the beginning of that just as smooth and as clear? And then leave that, come, lie on your back. And feel how does your left arm rest on the floor, your right arm, your shoulder blade, left shoulder blade, right shoulder blade. What's the quality of the left side of your face and the right side of your face? Muscles around your eye, which eye feels more alert. And then come up to sit again, cross leg. And place your left arm extended in the crook of your right elbow, your right hand towards the ceiling. Right elbow belt, same configuration. Uh, The one you start with, whatever feels more normal to you for your feet. Yeah, yeah. So back to the first way of crossing your feet. Right arm bent, hand towards the ceiling. Left arm long, resting in that arm. And is it easier to get your elbow closer to the crook of the other elbow? Can you rest more securely there yet? Has that become a bit easier? And then with your left hand, touch your right shoulder, touch along the right side of your neck, over your head, top of your head, side of your head, with your left hand, which is your left hand on your right side, so it's your left hand. Yeah. (laughs) This is designed. This is designed to mess you up on left and right, so don't feel bad if you're... We're all getting messed up. Take your left hand and see where you touch now. Is it easier? Can you touch more behind your neck, towards the top of your head, more where? Where can you touch to? And then leave that and come up to standing.
And then come and sit cross-legged again. And now extend your left arm out in front of you and uh, bend at the elbow so the left hand is towards the ceiling. And place your right arm long in the crook of your left elbow. And how, how far do you get towards having your elbow actually sit in the crook of the elbow or you're not there yet? See how close you are. And now with your right hand, touch your left shoulder, touch the left side of your head, touch your right shoulder, go back and forth. So your left hand stays towards the ceiling, your left hand stays still, your left arm's kind of like a pivot point, and your right hand now you're using to touch your left shoulder, your right shoulder, right side of your head, left side of your head, and your face, wherever you can touch to or reach to. Feel where that is. And then extend your right arm, still resting in the crook of your left elbow, and just rotate your whole arm. Turn it around the axis clockwise, counterclockwise, gently, slowly. What do you feel in your shoulder? What do you feel in your shoulder blade? Your ribs, your neck, does this have anything to do with how you're sitting? Listen. Lovely, come onto your back, take a rest. And then come up to sit. Reverse the crossing of your legs. Extend your left arm in front of you. Bend your hand towards the ceiling. Place your right arm long in the crook of your left hand. And now with your left arm, with your left hand, can you touch your face, touch your left shoulder, touch your right shoulder? Where can you touch... And don't do it so much by bending your face down to your hand. Your head more or less stay still. Maybe you're going to bend it a bit left and right. But now your left hand, so it's your left hand touching your face. The hand 
that your, your right arm's long and resting in the crook of your left elbow and your left hand's touching your face, so your bent arm. Your right arm's still long and it's kind of going along for a ride. And maybe that restricts some of the places you can reach to. Where is the restriction? Is it in your left shoulder, in your right shoulder? In where you're willing to take your elbow, where you're willing to take your long arm? Can you even lift your elbows away from your chest with your right long arm weighing down your left arm? What's possible? What's easy? What does your chest have to do? Your belly, your pelvis, your spine. Great. Beautiful, leave that. Come onto your back. Take a rest. And come up to sit cross-legged again in the first configuration with your legs crossed in the way that feels most normal to you, habitual. Extend your left arm and bend your elbow towards the ceiling and rest your right arm long in the crook of your left arm. And now slide your right arm in and out, your right arm long sliding in and out the crook of your left arm, and as you go forwards, turn your hand counterclockwise. Whoa, let me see if I can right. Turn your hand counterclockwise, palm up, and as you come back, turn your hand clockwise. Wait, no, I'm doing it the wrong way. There he is. Slide your hand forwards and turn your hand clockwise. I knew it was supposed to be reversed. Slide your hand backwards, turn your hand counterclockwise. So your right arm sliding long in the crook of your left elbow. Clockwise coming forwards, counterclockwise coming backwards. And it's not that you slide it and then turn or turn it and then slide. It's you turn it and slide it at the same time. Might be a very small movement. How does your shoulder blade do this? How does your collarbone do this? How do you do this using your shoulder blade, collarbone, chest, abdominal muscles, your pelvis, your neck, your breathing?
Great. Okay, and then leave that. Come onto your back. Take a rest. And then come up to sit again. And extend your left arm in front of you. Bend at your elbow. Fingers hanging from the ceiling in your thought. Extend your right arm long in the crook of your left elbow. And now reverse that. So as you slide your hand forwards, turn it counterclockwise. And as you slide your hand backwards, you turn it clockwise. So you slide backwards, turning palm up, and slide forwards, turning palm down and out. And don't forget to breathe. Notice if you're holding some tension in your hands that you don't need. Tension in your breathing. Great. And leave that. Come on your back. Take a rest. Okay, and then come up to sit again. Sit cross-legged. And extend your left arm and bend at the elbow so your fingers are towards the ceiling. And place your right arm long in the crook of your left elbow. And with your right hand, again, touch your left shoulder, your head, face. Where do you reach to? 
with your arm that's long, start to touch, see where you reach to, if anything's easier. You start to feel the back of your neck, more the top of your head or side of your head. And then leave your right arm long. And it's going to stay there just passive and go along for the ride as you touch with your left hand, your face, shoulder on one side, shoulder on the other side. Where do you reach to? And then turn your right arm counterclockwise so that your right arm's still long in the crook of your left elbow. But you've turned your arm counterclockwise. Your palm is up. Counterclockwise. Is that right? No, that's clockwise. That's clockwise, so your palm's up. Turn it around the radial direction. No, so then turn it counterclockwise so your palm's down and out. Your right arm counterclockwise. And now touch with your left hand anywhere on your face, your neck, your side of your head you go. And your right arm again is going along for the ride. But your right arm now is turned in the radial direction, turned counterclockwise. And does this make a difference for the freedom of your right shoulder to let your left hand go exploring here or there? So your long right arm stays turned counterclockwise. And then leave that, stretch out on your back, take a rest. Come up and sit again. And just every time we sit, switch your legs one way or the other. We don't have to, um, whether or not I remind you every time you sit up, do something different with your legs. Extend your right arm in front now and turn, uh, bend at the elbow so your right hand's towards the ceiling. Extend your left arm long. 
inside your right arm. And turn your left hand now, rotate it clockwise. And then with your right hand, touch your head, side of your face. Where can you reach to? Try here, try there. Your left arm going along for a ride, but rotated. And then bring your arms down, rest for a moment. And then come up to sit again. With your right arm extended and bent your hand towards the ceiling, your left arm resting long in the crook. We just did. We just did clockwise. Now we're going counterclockwise. And counterclockwise, take your left hand, your right hand, to touch the left shoulder, left side of the face, top of your head, right side of your face. So you're taking your whole arm for a ride with your whole arm rotated in the other direction. Okay, and just take your arms down, take a rest, stay in sitting, and rest for a moment in sitting. And then extend your right arm in front of you, bend at the elbow, turn your hand towards the ceiling, extend your left arm, rest it in the crook of your right arm. And resting your elbow in the crook like that, so your elbows are kind of somewhat in some cosmic sense married, Take both of your hands, your left hand towards your right shoulder, your right hand towards your left shoulder, and you start to explore both sides of your face, both sides of your shoulders, both sides of your head, both sides of your neck with both hands at the same time. 
So your right hand is on the left side of your face, your left hand is on the right side of your face. And you may never know what left and right are evermore again because we've so dehabituated your brain that <laughs> I'm going to have to, you know, give everyone rides home and help you pick up your car in the morning <laughs> or something. And can your fingers even start to touch one another, find one another behind the back of your neck? That's a can question. The answer may be yes, the answer may be no. Maybe you can imagine a day when, a year from now, after we've revisited this theme gradually, interspersed with other lessons, you could actually interlace your hands back behind your neck. Two weeks ago, we were practicing hugging ourselves. Now we're moving towards strangling ourselves or keeping ourselves in a headlock. I don't know if that's really the right direction to go. So do your fingertips even kind of get in the vicinity of one another behind your head? And however close or far they get towards one another behind your head, stay there with your hands kind of at neck level and rotate your palms. Rotate your forearms so that your palms turn out, the back of your hands touching your neck, and then palms turn in, the front of your hand touching your neck. So you just stay there with your arms wherever you get to. Maybe they're kind of interlaced, maybe they're touching, maybe they're five inches away, maybe they're ten inches away from one another, whatever. And turn your forearms in, turn your palms in, turn your palms out. And leave that, bring your arms down. And then switch your arms. If your left arm bent, your right arm long. And touch the sides of your face, the sides of your head, top of your head with both hands. Oh, wow, you're getting so much more organized at this already. It's just the second time you've tried to do this in your entire life, and you're already infinitely more organized than you were the first time you tried. Great. Maybe your fingers getting closer to touching behind. And see how far you get towards this completely absurd and insane idea, which nobody's going to achieve for at least a year of interlacing your hands behind your head. So maybe one hand, your left hand rests on the right side of your neck, the right hand lefts on the, rests on the left side. And then turn your palms, palm in, palm out. Your hands soft. Turn your palms, palm in, palm out. And leave that, come down, take a rest.
and sit up again. And maybe you change the cross-legging every time, so we keep on going and change it from time to time. Extend your right arm in front of you, elbow a little bent, your palm up towards the ceiling. Take hold of your right pinky with your left hand. And um, let, oh, let me describe this a little bit differently. Extend your right arm more in front of you, so not so much bent toward. I know the whole time we've had it bent towards the ceiling, but now a little bit more extended. And then take hold of your right pinky with your left hand. And now can you pass your right elbow to the inside, on the inside of your left elbow, into the crook of your left elbow while holding onto your pinky like this? So you'll see where do you straighten, where do you bend, when do you, how do you get holding on without pulling your pinky off? Did I mention that part? Without causing yourself damage, without bursting any blood vessels, without, can you pass your right elbow to the inside of your left elbow? Elbow slightly bent. And once you've passed it through, then stay. This is the weirdest thing to describe, but it's the most fascinating thing to do. Okay. So you end up with your right elbow passed through your left elbow, your right hand bent back, and you're holding your right pinky. Do it with your elbows bent. So try doing it with your elbows bent. Straighten your elbow and bend it again. It might be more or less there. You might be like this. You might have your forearms crossed. You might not be through. You might get your elbow through. You might not. Wherever you get to with your forearms crossed or your elbow bent through, then take that whole unit and go around your head. Take your hands to touch the left side of your head, the right side of your head, the top of your head, your left shoulder, your right shoulder. Again, under the proviso that you do not break your little pinky. Poor little pinky. Your hand should be bent back. Your like that somehow. You have to start from the beginning and then... Oh, you're passing your wrong elbow through. Yes. Yeah, there you that's go. Fine. Yeah, that's, that's right. Okay, pass your other elbow through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Touch around your face. And then switch your hands so you do that with your ring finger, the next finger. And if you're holding onto your ring finger, can you pass your elbow through? Pass your right elbow through your left elbow? Maybe you have to lower your left elbow to make it happen. Maybe you have to raise your right elbow to make it happen. Should we switch hands there? No, same hand. Same hand. You just switch the finger to the ring finger. And a few times you go and try to get your elbow through. Come back. Go towards. Maybe you just cross your forearms. Maybe you get the elbow through. Once you've got the elbow through, you take the whole unit in this around your head. And then try your thumb. Hold your thumb. Right hand out in front of you. Take hold of your thumb. Pass your right elbow through your left elbow. And then take your Lovely hand configuration for a trip around your head, touch the top of your head, side of your head, maybe touch your shoulder, where do you get to?
My source in Sweden also tells me that Lars Feldenkrais invented this lesson for a surgeon friend of his in Israel. I haven't found out why. She told me to tell the teacher that I'm going to see in New York next week <laughs> to ask him why the story behind Feldenkrais inventing this for a surgeon. Okay, go ahead, lie on your back, take a rest. Okay, and then come up to sit again. Change the, change your legs, change your leg configuration. Extend your left arm lightly bent in front of you and take hold of your left pinky with your right hand now. Left pinky with your right hand. And now can you pass your left elbow through your right elbow? Pass it in, pass it out. Can you make it easier, lighter, less friction? Until you're a little bit comfortable there. And then take your arms, take your hands around your head. Touch the sides of your head, your shoulders. Where can you take that out to? Okay, your left hand. <laughs> Disappear. Don't break your finger. <laughs> My insurance does not cover this. Nice It'll be like the skating rink, right? They opened the skating rink and the emerge was full of people with broken <laughs> ribs and now they're gonna be coming with broken pinkies and I'll show up like tomorrow. Yeah, sure. People will be saying, Why are we seeing all these people with broken pinkies and emerge? Mm-hmm. See dangerous alternative health practices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and then take your ring finger, your next finger. So with your right hand, you take hold of your ring finger on your left hand. And pass the elbow through. Can you pass your elbow through? Why does it make such a difference? So you're holding one finger rather than another. Isn't that interesting? Pass your elbow through. So in and out. Once you've got it in, then you take your hands on that right. You can do this lying on your back, by the way, if your back's getting tired sitting. First time I ever tried to figure out this lesson, I did this part lying down. Oh, God, I need to lie down now. And then your third finger, your middle finger, hold on to that. Pass your elbow through. Easier or harder? And then holding on to your ring finger. Sorry, what finger is that? I haven't had a ring on it. It's the middle finger. Point. I'm sorry. Not your point, not your index finger yet, but your middle finger. Pass it around. And then your index finger. Now we're born pointing, like we're born with a differential tension on this finger. We're born with like tension on that tendon to point with that finger. And then your thumb. 
Take hold of your left thumb with your right hand. Pass your left elbow through the right. Pass it around your head. And then extend your right arm in front of you and your left arm place the back of your left hand in the palm of your right hand. Interlace your fingers or your fingertips or something and now pass your left elbow through your right elbow with your fingers or your fingertips interlaced. Do your fingertips. It doesn't have to be right there. Do it here. Yeah, pass through. And now do the non-habitual interlacing. No, forget that. Um, now, when you've got that, take both of your hands around your head. So you... Great. Good. Leave that. Lie on your back. Take a rest. How are your shoulders resting on the floor now? Length of your back. The tilt of your head on your neck. What's that like now? Come up to sit one last time and sit in your normal cross-legged position. Extend your right arm in front of you. Bend your right elbow so your hands towards the ceiling and extend your left arm long in the crook of your right elbow. And just like this, the very first movement we did, use your left hand to touch your right shoulder, back of your right shoulder, head, Right side of your neck, left side of your neck. See how much more you're feeling of yourself than you did at the beginning. Much easier it is. It's so close to being able to give yourself that pat on the back. Good. Great. And then leave that and come up to standing. Lift your arms towards the ceiling. How close are they to the side of your head on the left and the right? How easily do you hold them there? And just leave that and have a walk around.